Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Ballas, ballas, ballas. What up, fam? Hey, Fist. Yep. What other stuff do you like besides Blizzard games? Eating and swearing, and sitting down, too. Wait, aren't, aren't those all things you could do while playing games? Yes. Wow, imagine that. Yeah, I'm basically like a really well-rounded person. Well, how, how do you figure? Well, I mean, I can do all three of those things while playing MMOs, RPGs, FPSs, MOBAs, and card games. I, wow, I never thought of it that way. Well, now <laughs> you know. What have you been up to this week? <laughs> well, our raid team down Heroic Croesus. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty sweet. You know how I knew that we'd get him? How? I've got... Okay, it's just this weird thing that happens. Oh, I thought that was beginning like a joke. Well, it's kind of a joke. But it's not funny. Okay. So I guess it's not a joke. <laughs> so it's a bad joke. Yes, it's okay, a go bad ahead. joke. Go ahead with but the bad to joke. to me, not to anyone else. It's just a... Th- anyway, so whenever we we progress and we push against the boss and we and we keep wiping and it's 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 not happening, what... Whenever we do like the the kill, like the actual kill, finally, I know it's going to happen because I always die right before it happens. And this is like on every hard like fucking what was that fucking dinosaur? Which one? There's been a number of dinosaurs. The one mean, from which raid? From Mist, Throne of Thunder. Uh oh oh I know what you're talking about the big one on yeah. all fours with yeah. the big round room the, the different doors. I forget his name, but our most of our listeners know who we're getting at by now. <laughs> yeah. So <Okay. laughs> anyway, just any hard boss that we come up against, <laughs> hard boss come up against, <laughs> I always die. So I died and uh, in such a way that I fell into the water in front of Croesus's like crotch. So <laughs> I was like, tr- I was trying to get a good screenshot. I'm sure you didn't do that on purpose. No, of course not. But then... Uh, you guys killed him, and so I didn't get my crotch shot. But we got him down finally, so that's good. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... Well, uh, I'm sorry you didn't get your crotch shot, though. Me too. I'm really sorry about that. Maybe you distracted him by tickling his croesus balls from underneath. But I was then... dead. Yeah. You can't tickle people if you're dead. Unless well. you're a ghost. <laughs> a sexy ghost. Sex ghostness. I think we've talked about having sex with ghosts before. Uh, yeah, we've definitely talked show. about. No, yeah. I actually I think you sent that in. Like the, sexy uncle ghost or something. No, no, no. You sent that into the Lords of the Storm. Oh. As a question for them ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because it's hilarious. I just want to know. Um, I, <laughs> New question of the week. What's yeah. Like to- <laughs> What's it like to have sex with a ghost? <laughs> for those who have had sex with ghosts. Right. Yes. For um, all of you. Yeah. Uh, only write in if you have experience. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so yeah, we downed Herogrosis, which was great. And I gotta say, we did it while still having um, some pugs. Mm-hmm. However, um, we have been reaching out to you guys. We've been telling you that we're recruiting for the raid team. You guys have re- replied in force, which is awesome. We have a new tank and a new healer. Welcome to both of you guys. We love you so much. And um, still filling DPS spots. So uh, if you're interested and skilled, if you got big deeps, I got time for you, honey. Yeah. And What's if going on? And if you're down for uh, trying out a really fun um, guild and raid team and eventually moving over into the guild, because we do want to switch to Master Looter and sw- quit messing around with other types of loot. Yeah, quit messing around. Loots. Anyway, it's coming along really well, uh, and we're obviously moving forward, so that's great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, tested Orisa in the Overwatch PTR, and we'll get to a little bit of that a little oh, later. We will. Um, and then started a little bit of Disc Priest PvP because you've been PvPing like crazy, and yes. I wanted to give you a pocket healer. My PvPness is quite large at this point. Tell us about your PvPness. Well, I won't go into great detail because I don't want people to well, get jealous. No, I want length. I want girth. <laughs> well, let me just whip it out. So uh, this week, I forget what day because they all seem to run together at this point. <laughs> oh, what is life? Um, what was I saying? Right. So um, Length and girth. Length and girth. So I was at honor level 47 one night this week and I thought... I want to be uh, f- 50. I want to prestige. I want to be prestige too now. Uh, but I was not because I was level 47. So instead of going to sleep, I stayed up for five hours and did BGs until I was, in fact, prestige too. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, it was it was an interesting experience. I think um, the first two hours, I was kind of tired and... Uh, you know, getting kind of tilted, as you do in PvP. But the the <laughs> last three hours, though, like, I just, I kind of caught a second wind or something, and I started, like, really enjoying myself more than usual. And, and I think it's, like, when you really put a lot of time into something, you can, there, there comes a point where you, you can see, you kind of, like, actually notice your your skills being honed, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. Like... The first two hours, I'm, like, trying my best, and it's going, you know, the way it usually goes, like, fairly well, well enough, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm getting kills in, I'm I'm successfully making other people miserable, as you do in <laughs> PvP, which is, I think, the point. Yes, I think PvP. it is, yeah. So, uh, so that was great, but... I think um, that's how you win. I think so, too. And, and even if you don't win, if, like, if you can successfully harass a bunch of people in a, in a BG enough to where it affects the team's performance, I think that's nice. And it also puts a huge grin on my face because I've become a real asshole. I'm not saying the PvP turns you into, into an asshole, but I'm saying it's brought out the asshole in me. Congrats. Thank you. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. And don't talk anymore. <laughs> See? See? Wait a minute. <laughs> See? That was an example. But anyway, so that was the first two hours. Everything was going normally. And then the last three hours, um, I think it might have been a combination of like just winning a lot of BGs as opposed to losing. I think I only lost like two in, in five hours, which is kind of like a, a goddamn miracle. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. So, um, so I was winning and I was finally starting to like see myself using the right spells at the right time uh seeing myself like uh call out inks at the right time being That's awesome at, at the right place at the right time and mostly uh for me like the biggest challenge that i've had to face is how to move in pvp because it is not like pve at all and i play ranged because i like to stand back and shoot things yeah um but that but not in pvp not no not in pvp and so i've really been uh, working on that and in those last three hours it was working out and I was I was getting into a groove and I was bringing people down and it was making me happy and when you prestige twice when you get to prestige level two you get a new artifact skin and my artifact skin is a vision you showed me that that's awesome uh-huh. do you want to describe it it looks like cataclysm that's the best way to put it 
like fiery death. Like a chunk of like molten rock That's with awesome. lava in it, and also a phoenix. It's hell it's, yes. It's bitter, uh-huh. And I don't keep, I don't know why I keep making noises. <laughs> uh, right, so you get the artifact skin, and you turn in a quest. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I'm going to anyway. Um, so you turn in this quest to Sylvanas in Undercity. She hands you the artifact skin, and then you turn around, and all the leaders of the horde, including Thrall, are behind you, and then they clap for you. That's awesome. And cheer, and I'm just like, it's 6.30 in the morning at this point for me, <laughs> and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. You love me. You really love me. It was just, yeah, it was just, it was so special. It was one of those special wow moments, and... Like, I've been playing since vanilla, just so you know. Uh, and that's a long-ass time. And I have not PvP'd at all. Yeah. At all. I've always hated it. Yeah. Never liked it. And now I'm doing it. And, like, this this stuff that I never thought would happen is happening. And all these things that I never thought that I would achieve, I've achieved. And I think the coolest thing... And I'm not, I'm not trying to brag here, but I kind of am at the same time. But I'm just... I'm trying to... Like, I ask people to PvP with me all the time now, and everybody says no, and I completely understand why. But if you try it, and you just keep at it, it starts being really fun. And I think the best thing that I've taken away from this whole experience, besides learning that I can actually do something that I think is hard, (laughs) 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 um, is I feel more in tune with my own character and, and Azeroth. Honestly, like I, I move better. I'm more confident as far as world PvP goes. I feel, I feel like my mage is even more badass, and that confidence in game is is kind of indescribable. Only because I can't describe it. It's like I can go out and do world quests and not worry about anything. I can go out and do world quests and and move around the world in a way that I haven't. It's like I don't know, just. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I get it. So, cause, so I was watching you PvP a little bit, and your movements have been... I mean, just like you said, you have to move completely differently. In PvE, it's about positioning. Am I in the line of fire? Am I standing in yeah. bad? Um, all of these different things about where you should be and where you shouldn't be. In PvP, all of that goes out the window. Yeah. There's no good place to be ever. No. <laughs> so all, all you need to do is keep moving... And when you're a caster ca- class and you need to get long casts off as part of, well, you can't really call it a rotation in PvP, but as part of your arsenal, you can't get those casts off unless you do something to ensure that you have the moment to get that off. So you, I was seeing you not only run through people and turn and flip and, you know, shoot them from behind yeah. and then Butt speed shots. through them again and then, you know, just keep them guessing. Just like melee is accustomed to this, whenever you have... Um, you know, one of the the feral druids roll up on you. You see this like crazy. They're dancing around. They're jumping back and forth. They're go- going behind you. Rogues that. do the <laughs> same. It's really annoying. But that's generally like a melee thing. So I was watching you and seeing you do that right back to them, where they they think they're getting behind you, but you're behind them now, <laughs> and you're using your blinks and you're using your your um, rocket boot speed thing. What, Blazing what speed. It? That's it. That's the one. Blazing speed. Like you're just, you're using your mobility to just keep them guessing from every angle. And it's just, it's just mind fucking them right back, which is really cool to see. Yeah. And then you're, you know, like freezing them and then jumping aside to get a cast off. And like, it's just, it's really cool 
this is the funny thing about hearing you describe all of that just now was that the whole thing about if you just do it and you just stick with it, you're going to really love it. That's something that people have been telling us for years. It's true. People have been saying they those have. exact <laughs> phrases to us both for years. Yep. <laughs> and we're always just like, eh, no, it's nah. okay. And, it, and you it know, makes me tilted. Yeah. And you know that I've tried multiple yeah. times and had like these false start kind of yeah. try it a little bit and then never really get into it and then never and then just kind of give up. Yeah. And so to see you dive in wholeheartedly like this. All because of a unicorn mount. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud. Just, well, fucking, that's the only thing I want from WoW. Like, that's the only thing WoW hasn't given me. And now here it is, and I'm doing anything I can. And I can't just, but I can't just say that it's the unicorn mount because I also think that Overwatch has had a lot to do with my mentality about PvP. Absolutely. It's like, I'm so accustomed to my character in World of Warcraft and the world and how things work. And using like this newfound love of pvp from overwatch like playing characters that everybody can know like you you can have a main in overwatch but you can know so many of them and know how they work and know how they feel right but like only you can know how your main in warcraft feels so it's like now that i'm pvping with my mage and i can do both pve and pvp it's like i know her better i know the class better i know the world better and it's like, I know this sounds kind of wishy-washy, but it's only because I don't know how to describe it properly. No, but no. it's just, it's such a cool feeling. And I I really suggest just trying, like, start with the, the World Quest PvP dealies and then move on to BGs. Because in a BG, like, usually, you know, if you fuck up, nobody's going to notice. Um, but it's a good place to start. And I, if you don't PvP, just, just, just try it. Just try it. Yeah. Because if I, I mean, can do it. You know, it. The, the exciting thing about PvP is that you unlock the new traits or new talents. I mean, yeah, that's like that was actually exciting to me. I mean, it's still exciting to me because I, I have not gotten through all of them yet. So mm-hmm. it's cool that you unlock those as you go. Absolutely. So there's there's lots of incentive. You get tons of stuff for prestiging and you get artifact power like crazy. And it's just it's just fun. Yeah. It's just, it's and those just PvP fun. world quests get you ton of uh, get you tons of resources, resources and um Artifact power. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just that I just spent like five minutes talking about that, but that's literally all I've been doing lately. So. So if you've got a uh, if you've got any interest at all, hit fist up. She she wants to PvP. She wants more people to PvP with. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. If you're looking to try it out and just get wrecked and learn how to get wrecked a little less in the future, mm-hmm. then that this is this get is your place. Get wrecked less. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and one more thing. Um, this week, uh, there was a world quest in Nighthold uh, where you would have to go into Alessandra's secret chambers to, to kill some people. So um, before this, I think this was the first time we got to go in there officially, but people had been jumping off of Gul'dan's tower before this and sort of like landing on the platform where Alessandra's secret chambers were and then going in and taking a look. So there's like YouTube videos up of like an empty chamber and it's, it's really sexy, you know, it's like circular, (laughs) there's beds and stuff. But when we went in, it was absolutely filled to the brim with concubines and there were male concubines of the Shaldurai. So, um, as far as I know, there's no male concubines in the game. Do you have you? I couldn't seen say that any? I've noticed. 
either way. Because... But it's definitely notable that there are Absolutely. male concubines in particular in here. Is that not uh, a, a bold strike forward for gender equality? Yes. In World of Warcraft? Alessandra. Yeah, she, she knows what she likes. You badass. She knows what she likes. I love that. Um, but I just, I just wanted to note that because I thought that was funny. And perhaps the, the funniest detail is um, all, of the, all of the concubines, male concubines, like I said, are Shaldurai. Or at least, uh, but there is one, and he's called the exotic concubine. That's well, his name, and he is a male gnome. <laughs> now I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> variety is the spice of life, my friend. Yes, and you got to pay more for the exotic. <laughs> yeah, and all you need is one, <laughs> apparently. So if you guys are are going in there with your with your raid teams and stuff, uh, be sure to look out for that because. That's fucking hilarious, and I love Blizzard so much for just being cheeky 24-7. Yeah, you can go, Alessand. Go, Alessand. LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. Get it, girl. <laughs> so, uh, we have a micro-holiday coming up this month, March 17th to 19th. It's Ungoro Madness. Probably in Angoro. <laughs> and I think it might have something to do with something we're talking about later. But I think we'll, so. We'll I like how that. that lines up, actually. I love that. So uh, dinosaurs, and this is straight from the website, dinosaurs are running amok in Angoro. Help quell the rampage and you'll be rewarded uh, some temporary evolution buffs. Evolution buffs? I don't know what that is. Interesting. Do I, should I know what that is? I don't think so. I don't know. But I'm excited. Yeah. I like Angoro Crater. It's and awesome. And I'm loving these micro holidays so far. Hell Yeah. So uh, more on that as we know it. And uh, back to the whole PvP thing. Uh, there will be another Legion Q&A on March 9th at 11 a.m. PST. And uh, it will feature senior game designer Brian Halenka. And he'll be answering your PvP questions. And apparently um, uh, they'll also have... Uh, WoW Esports team manager Jeremy McIntyre, who will be sharing a little more on WoW Arena World Championship for 2017. Nice. So this is going to be really sweet. It's going to be really cool. Um, you know, severely lacking in the in Hesychosis department, but um, I, I guess I can overlook <laughs> that this once. Sure. Twice, yeah. whatever. Well, that's that's Never. big of you. Thank you. Um, but you can submit your questions uh, to the thread that we'll have the link to in the show notes. Or um, you can just use Twitter by using the hashtag, hashtag LegionQA. It's high noon. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. Orisa is here. Yes. So last week. Orisa. We were trying our hardest, furrowing our brows in an effort to try to figure out what was going on. If you can hear it in her voice, she's furrowing her brow really hard right now. Uh, uh, my brow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of grunting on this show. I've just realized. Yeah. Anyway, uh, clearly all our listeners dig it. Clearly, I, I assume so. that they're all grunters in their own right. You like that? You're gonna leave that grunting? up to you. you grunting? Leave that nice. up to your imagination. Um, but yeah, so we were looking at all the clues and the fan theories and the evidence, and uh, you know, we didn't we didn't come to any conclusions, of course. But but we tried. Yeah. But uh, then Orisa just came out yeah. this week, so we, popped right we, out. we don't have to worry about that anymore. No. We were just getting into the fantasy of the whole thing, and they're like, oh, by the way, here she is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. 
So it's. I think we touched on this as one of the many theories. I wouldn't say we predicted it by no. any means, um, but other people did think correctly mm-hmm. that uh, we called her Effie. It's correctly pronounced Effie. Effie. Uh, Effie was the young girl creator of the new Orisa character, who is a modified OR fifteen. Um, and the OR fifteens were the robots created to uh, protect Numbani. Yes. But they failed against Doomfist. Because at, Doomfist. At the airport where Ify was. And then she's like, mm-mm. She picked up one of the dead robots and she reprogrammed it into Orisa. And gave it a heart. Yeah, she did. She's so cute. I know. I love Orisa. She's uh, available to play in the PTR already. Yes. Um, we tried her. We really, really like her. She's super cute. She kind of looks like a robot centaur bug yeah. robot. Yeah, that's a good. Horns. That's actually a good def- a good uh, description. Thank you. <laughs> and she like she like gallops when she when she runs. Yeah, it's really cute actually. She's adorable. My favorite is her um, emote where she flips around and like kicks the dirt with her back feet and then looks over her shoulder and giggles. Ah, uh, so <laughs> cute. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna have um, a link in our show notes to the origin story for her and. Um, to Jeff Kaplan's developer update all about her. Hi, I'm Jeff from the Overwatch team. Yeah. Wrestle with Jeff. Prepare for death. <laughs> poor Jeff's become a meme, has he not? What do you mean poor? That's awesome. Yeah, well, I that's, don't know. That's temporarily immortalized on the interwebs. Temporarily? Well, not every meme lives forever. That's true. I think Jeff might, though. I think Jeff will, too. Especially when, not if, but when they make him a character in Overwatch. Oh, man. It's going to be so good. I'm going pl- to be a Jeff main. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's got to wrestle. Yeah. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Jeff the wrestler. Robot res- wrestle Jeff. Prepare for death. <laughs> so, tell me more about Arissa. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> okay. So, quick tip. If you want to try her out... Um, you can download the PTR. It's super easy. Um, you just go to the um, the drop-down menu on in your Battle.net launcher for the Overwatch game. You choose, instead of North America or Europe or wherever, whatever um, area, region you're in, um, just choose PTR instead, Public Test Realm. And then once you go to that as your region, you get the option to download the PTR. It doesn't take very long. Um, you download that as a separate version of the game. It updates uh, separately, just like the other games do uh, through the launcher. And then when you go into that, the only two modes that are currently available are uh, Quick Play and Arcade. And within Arcade, there's only no limits. So I would suggest if you want to try Orisa right away, go into Arcade, play No Limits. This way, that's six on six, as many as many of the same heroes you want, just mm-hmm. like the old Quick Play used to be. Um, but that's the easiest way to ensure that you're going to get Orisa, because if you try Quick Play, you may not get her. Yeah, um, definitely anyway, not. Yeah, and, and even against other Orisas, like it's still fun. It's still really great to try her out. Um, gotta start her, somewhere, right? Yeah, her skins are awesome. There. Um, I was so I was in there. Uh, I'm, I'm getting off track. I was in there, um, in the no limits version of the arcade to try her out, um, and I stuck with the same, relatively the same group of people, uh, for probably like four to five different rounds, maybe six rounds altogether, something like that. And after a few rounds, I started asking everybody in the general chat in there, like, so what do you, you know, what are your initial opinions of Orisa? What do you think? How's, how's it seem? And some of the comments that I recall that, that uh, I wrote down for 
to share with you guys was um, I really like her. I think she brings back more strategy and tactical kind of playing. I can see that. Yeah, it is. It is interesting because, you know, she's got a shield and she's an anchor tank, as Jeff calls her, much yeah. like Reinhardt, except that instead of Reinhardt carrying his shield with him, she sets her shield down. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a lot of strategy around that. And I even saw um, outplay, mostly on the receiving end in, in terms of dying, from <laughs> against other Orisas who were just doing a better job of that and the positioning of that than I was. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a lot of, of tactical awareness and uh, a different element to the game by this shield that can be set down stationary. I like that. I like... It, it almost... When you play any game with a Reinhardt, it's like you know what to do. But when there's not a Reinhardt, it's a little less clear where you should be at all times. At least for me as the casual player, you know? It's like, no matter what I'm on, DPS or heals or whatever, I see the Reinhardt and I should anchor myself around him because he's going to be where I need to be, essentially. Um, but when but when there's no Reinhardt, it's like, okay, do I... Like, do I follow the diva? She's got she's got massive mobility. Where is she going? Like, should I be going where she's going? Yeah. Just because she's a tank or a roadhog, it's like uh, if I'm healing, I'm definitely going to stay on him. But you know, there's there's nothing to protect me. Like, how is he going to protect me? Yeah. And etc. So like, when there's a Reinhardt, it's like Reinhardt's going to be pushing the payload or protecting the point, and whatever I'm doing, like if I'm DPSing, I need to be DPSing behind his shield. If I'm healing, I need to be healing behind his shield. And I like that, and that's why he's become a staple in, like, every single way of playing Overwatch. And so having another one of these anchor tanks, like they call them, is an excellent idea. And I'm really glad because that will encourage more people to to fill that role. Yeah, and I think it's a creative solution because the, yes. the other main idea behind, behind adding in another anchor tank that does something similar to Reinhardt is how about another tank with another shield that they carry around like Reinhardt does, mm-hmm. which is, of course too similar to Reinhardt. So, <laughs> you know, in terms of trying to provide another one, um, is she going to be as strong um, in some ways? Absolutely not, but she's going to be strong in other ways, and it, that's that remains to be seen. With, that's um, the beauty of Overwatch. Absolutely. But, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of, you know, Reinhardt can jump on the payload, stand on the moving payload, put up his shield, and then there's a lot you can do from behind that as long as you're protecting his flank. Yeah. But in terms of Orisa, I don't know yet, if you can project your shield up to the front of the payload and if it'll ride on that. I would I would bet that if you place it correctly, yes. Um, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it just stays on the ground and, and maybe there's passes like by. Some completely different strat that's gonna make sense in a few weeks, you know? Yeah. Like absolutely. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, so you know, um, some of the other feedback from some of the players was that she's a good pusher. And that makes sense because she can get right up in there, drop mm-hmm. her shield, and then she has uh, um, fortification as one of her talents, which is I'm sorry, not talents, but one of her abilities, which makes her much tougher. In the arcade version we were playing, somebody mentioned that four Orisas with two Mercies equals a win. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, we tried uh, right after he said it, but just with um, four Orisas and and one Mercy, which was me. And we killed him. Of course. We absolutely destroyed him. Of course. And then uh, somebody else commented, with a Mercy, she's she's almost like a moving Bastion in turret form. Which, ah... I don't know. Everybody about that. says everything's like Bastion at first. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. You know, her her gun, I wouldn't say, is nearly as powerful no. as Bastion's um, tank. For, I'm not tank form, um, his sentry form. So, so her main left click or ability one 
gun is a fusion driver, which is basically like an arm-mounted machine gun. It's pretty sweet. I want an arm gun. Yeah, it's like uh, Mega Man. Or so, like arm gun man. Yes. <laughs> gun arm yeah. man. So um, it's sustained machine man. gun damage. It's got a large clip. Um, she's a little slower when she's moving it, but it's not too bad. Her ability that I just mentioned was Fortify, which uh, temporarily reduces damage she takes. Um, and she also, as a part of that, can't be affected by action impairing effects. Oh, so uh, a fair knockback, or um, I think this would probably also negate something like a Zarya alt. Hmm. Um, things that are going to change where you are. So like a, a Lucio boop. A Lucio boop, a, a diva running into you boop. That's not going to be good for me. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and it, um, it remains to be seen how that's going to react. Then, if she fortifies, do you just run into her headlong and st- st- boom and stay there, or do you move through her? It's, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Um, halt is um, her projectile. It's a right-click or ability too, and it shoots forward a graviton charge that you can then click again to detonate. And what it does is it slows nearby enemies. And then when you detonate it, it pulls them toward the center of the explosion. So if you've got three people hiding behind cover and you shoot this into the center of them, you can detonate it. If you get it right, you detonate it and pull them all out from around the corners and around the walls. And then they're out in the open for a second. It doesn't last very long, but it is enough to get them out in the open. And you can it's definitely long enough get for me to throw my diva egg at. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to hatch an explosion. <laughs> and then finally, her, her big tanky ability is the protective barrier um which throws out a stationary barrier that she can either put in front of her or off to the side she, she projects it so she can the positioning on that is really interesting uh oh and then her alt it's her called alt. supercharger supercharger the supercharger so she deploys a device that increases damage inflicted by allies within their line of sight so think of how lucio only heals you when you're in his line of sight mm-hmm this is a damage power-up, but you have to be within its line of sight while Jeff it lasts. Jeff said it was the uh, roughly the size of Winston's shield, Did, didn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, so you you might want to check the um, the dev update. That'll be in the link in our show notes mm-hmm. um, because it's because everything is better coming from Jeff. Of course. Why are you listening to me talk about it? Listen to Jeff instead. Yeah, listen to Jeff. Yeah. So, but it's it's on her back um, as part of her. Her construct, so she pulls that off her back and, and slams it down. It's pretty cool. Yes, but it, it is it is vulnerable though. You yes. have to protect it because it'll get shot and explode. Absolutely. So if you haven't gotten in there and you're interested in trying her out, she is on the PTR. It is easy to, to get to, so definitely go check it out. Do it. And so we've got some Overwatch patch notes. Quite a bit. Yeah. So a lot. Um, we, we're only going to go through a few of these. We're going to reiterate reiterate a couple of them from um, the PTR version just to because they're kind of important um but game browsers are now live so the whole private servers thing that we were talking about before where we tried some of that out that's live that's in the game um definitely go check that out some of them are really fun um so it really just depends on what you find Mm -hmm. um and if you're into that sort of thing build your own levels build your own well it's not really building a level but build it's building all the rules within the level you know yeah, it's crazy. This is what we talked about a few weeks ago when it's uh, when it was like um, boss fights. Yeah, where one player is the boss and they have like a huge health pool and like Ugh, they're super up. fast or something like that. <laughs> like we played against a Genji that was like zipping around like Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, and then so so that's live. So check those out. Um, Bastion has been buffed. In case you haven't noticed, Bastion um, is in every match now. Nobody knew that. Yeah. Tell us something we don't know. Okay, so let me give you the details on that. His sentry mode 
which is when he's in his turret, has a shorter reconfiguration time so they can get in and out of that faster than he used to. His bullet spread is increased and always at max. So you can't just fire a torrent of bullets (laughs) straight into one spot and just, you know, destroy. It does spread and it's always at max in that format. Uh, his magazine si- size is increased because he needed more bullets, apparently. <laughs> and um, and he cr- can't crit in that form um, because he doesn't need to when the rate of fire is freaking yeah, insane no, anyway. No shit, so. And then recon mode, when he's actually walking around, his bullet spread has been decreased by 25%. Um, so he's just a little bit more like a normal firing gun. Um, and his ma- But his magazine size has been increased in that form as well. Not not all crazy like in the sentry mode, but um, not not low. Right. And then finally, in his tank mode, his alt mode, um, that no longer grants bonus armor. Oh. Two other big changes to him. Um, he had this ironclad passive ability. It was granting him 35% um, or reducing his damage by 35% as sentry or tank until this week where they just updated it to, to be 20% more. Okay. Um, so he's, it still gives him a little bit more survivability, but not, not so crazy. They're trying to adjust that to make it a little more balanced. And then finally, self-healing. This has always been a staple of Bastions, um, and now it has been moved to the right-click or second ability. It is not interrupted with damage. It's now a resource meter, so it depletes while you're using it and recharges out of use, and it can be used while you're moving. Aw, yeah. So you used to have to stand still, you know, heal yourself up, and then shoot. I I was Bastion in a skirmish, and I didn't realize that this had changed already. Like last night, and I was trying to heal myself, and it wasn't working. Yeah, I was like pressing the button. I was like, "Why?" Yeah, I did the same. <laughs> and I had to look it up, and I'm like, "Oh, did I forget that?" That's, that's <laughs> nope. stupid of me. Your muscle I'm memory's stupid. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other other minor changes that are well, other changes that were important enough to mention. Diva's defense matrix used to have a minimum distance on enemy projectiles in order to block them. It doesn't anymore. Woo-hoo! It'll block everything. Um, May can be targeted by, by allies when she's in cryo-freeze, so if you're trying to heal her and you can't click her yet, that'll, that'll be different for you now. Mercy, um, as previously mentioned, she'll have a short invulnerability while resing. Very, very useful. Yes, it's already been... I've already found a lot of use for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roadhog scrap gun spread was decreased by 20%, um, which makes it a little more accurate, and his chain hook pulls to 3.5 meters away instead of 2 like it used to be, and the cooldown has been increased from 6 to 8 seconds. Great. I don't I just don't play Roadhog. You should. I know. I keep but... telling you this because he seems like he seemed like the kind of thing that I, I actually avoided him for a long time in the beginning. Um but the self heal is huge. So you have like a lot of room for error. Mm-hmm. And he's just a lot of fun to play. He's just I, a I big know. juicy target. I, just, I never think of playing him. <laughs> you should try it. You I should, should just I should. just quick play it. Just just quick it. plays four. I should take my own advice and just try it and yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, maybe you will. This no. is Blizzard, after all. They make everything fun. That's true. Um, so targeting, targeting sensitivities have been adjusted for a variety of heroes who target other allies, other enemies, or structures. And so that's everything from the Mercy Caduceus staff to Zarya's bubbles to just all the things that target other things. They've all been adjusted so that you can have options on your targeting sensitivities. I'm not sure exactly how that plays out. Um, but those, some of those things have been a challenge as far as, you know, tr- being mercy and trying to fly to a distant enemy and instead flying to an enemy that's right in front of you. You know, there's those sorts of things happen in this game. Um, so maybe some of this, the sensitivity change will help with some of that. I hope so. In competitive, this is kind of a big deal. Uh, your rank change players with a skill rating above 3000 will need to complete at least seven games per week in order to avoid skill rating decay. 
So it used to be that you could get your rank, and then only, I think you only had to play like one game a week yeah, or something like that to games. maintain it. Okay. Now it's seven. So they really want you being active if you want to keep that rank Ugh. and not have it decay on you. Okay. Skill ratings below 500 <laughs> will no longer be displayed. All right. And then uh, two last notes about maps. Um, on Eichenwald, the second gate, which is right before the last payload objective in the final room, that doesn't close all the way. We mentioned that in the PTR. That has been confirmed. It does not close all the way. Um, now there's just some rubble that that um, messes the ends of it, so it's not wide open, but it's it's definitely open. And then finally, and this is kind of a big change, um, there's this new thing called the respawn delay. So when attackers outnumber outnumbered defenders while taking a control point in assault, escort, and assault or escort maps, the defender's respawn time will slowly increase until it hits a maximum value, or the defense manages to gain the upper hand. Jeez. So, it used to be that some of these maps. The defense's spawn point was right behind the, the point. Yeah. The control point. And it gave them kind of an unfair advantage because you could just keep dying and keep respawning and keep running back in to hold the point. Like Temple. Yes, exactly. Where you, you spawn right behind the point and if the offense comes in and they clear you guys except for maybe one, that one last person just tries to last a little longer on, this, on the point and keep it from getting captured. Yeah. Meanwhile, your teammates are streaming back in and it, it makes for a prolonged fight. And... In some ways, that's that was exciting. And in other ways, it was kind of a little overpowered. Mm-hmm. So I think what they were thinking is, the longer that goes on, the longer your respawn timer becomes. So if you're just streaming in and all you're doing is delaying, but you're not really getting the upper hand, and they continue to outnumber you and continue to have the upper hand as the attackers, your spawn time will increase. So you're eventually just, if you don't get, if you don't get it together and knock them off that point and take it back, you are going to lose faster. Yeah. So we'll see. This is a big change. That is a huge change. So, you know, we're going to have to see how that plays out. I see the reason for it, though. Yeah. Um, But I've definitely... uh, The the defensive side of me says, oh, I don't like this because I've definitely seen games where we've been able to come back and retake that point. And I feel like if we weren't spawning normally there, we wouldn't have done that. But then the other side of me says, man, I've sure been on a lot of maps where we're attacking and our respawn point is so much further away. And it seems so unfair that they just respawn yeah, right on top it's of not, it. It's not a one-sided thing unless you're on that side. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I seem to ask that a lot in this show. Does that make sense? <laughs> Is what I'm saying making sense to other human beings? I mean, what's, I think so. What's a podcast? <laughs> what's games? What's English? What's anything? I feel icky. And no. It's time for some Hearthstone news. Here's your hosts, Gary Bighorn, Thorn, and oh, what a rush! Feast. Journey to Angoro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, they've announced the newest uh, expansion for Hearthstone. It's called Journey to Angoro. We're joining Elise Starseeker and her uh, little. Uh, Girl Scout, Boy Scout, little little venture troop, and and they're gonna explore Angoro. And uh, a quick rundown of some of the uh, the cool things coming. Uh, there's 135 new cards. There's a new elemental minion type. Nice. There's a new keyword uh, called Adapt, and it allows minions to become infused with elemental powers. That's bitchin'. so you can just like have an elemental power card, I guess, and and infuse your minion, like give it special abilities. Um, there's a new. It's almost like an evolve. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um, there's a new quest card type, and only one in your deck, and and you play it on your first hand. And uh, if you complete it, it's really hard. 
Like it, it has like a, a quest for you to do within the match that you're playing against somebody. And if you complete it, you can earn amazingly powerful cards as, an, as a reward. Um, you can pre-purchase uh, 50 Journey to and Grow card packs right now for 50 bucks USD and receive the fossil card back. And it's really cool. There's like, um, you know the swirl in the middle? Yeah. It's like an Ammonite. Is that Ammonite? Is that the correct term or is that the Pokemon? I have no idea what you're talking about. Whatever. Um, but it's, it's really pretty. <laughs> I assume it's the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, the expansion is released uh, early April and more cards will be revealed um, on March 17th. So um, we've Very got the cool. link. Yeah, we've got the link to the cinematic video and it's it's absolutely hilarious and wonderful and you need to watch it. Um, and and we, as always, the music and the art, just top oh, notch. Absolutely. So good. Absolutely. Um, and we've got the link to the article on the Hearthstone website. More importantly... More importantly, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, game director of Hearthstone, Ben Brode, um, has always been a huge personality, but uh, after the um, cinematic video came out, apparently Reddit convinced him somehow, and I don't, I don't know about taking advice from Reddit, but... <laughs> convinced him to go home and write a song about Journey to Angoro, and he did just that. He wrote a rap song. Boy, did he. He rapped it. Is that the right term? I don't know. He killed it, is he, what we're getting he killed at. It. It's lit. It's fucking lit. <laughs> it's it, lit, fam. It's lit, fam. <laughs> it's lit. Um, so we got the link to that. Uh, funnily enough, um, his singing the song called uh, Angoro the Journey has more views on YouTube than the cinematic trailer for Journey to Angoro. <laughs> and that's not counting the fucking list of remixes that are all amazing. <laughs> and it, awesome. we've, we've got the, the master list going on Reddit and we'll have the link to that so you can see all of them. But this, he did this on Wednesday and it's got bazillions of views and a ton of remixes and people are going crazy over it and it's hilarious and it's wonderful and right and this is four days later he did this yeah. on wednesday we're recording on sunday this is ben Brode killed it on this yeah he and did you will see because you should definitely click the link in your show notes just a note on that if you're listening on mobile you can click the logo of our um Podcast. If you, let's say if you're using iTunes, in, in particular, if you're using iTunes on your on an Apple phone, you can click the logo of the show that you're listening to in full screen mode, and it'll switch over to the show notes. Within those show notes, you can click these links. They are active links. It'll take you to the the actual content they're yeah. linking to. So that's a or pro can, tip in case you're doing that. Yeah, or just go to laggingballs.com. Yep. But um, um, I thought that it might be fun to uh, try our hand at rapping. Young girl, the journey, and I have not told you that we are going to do this. Okay, Uh, so this is news to you. um, So I'm just gonna pull up the lyrics. I think maybe you should do it. No, we. You have to do it too. I don't even know. I can only listen to this like twice. I have no idea. No, you listened to it a whole bunch of times. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Okay, so you've got the lyrics. Now we just need some music. One sec. One sec. Oh God. All right. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh my god, Can I'm so rap? not ready for this. No. Let's do it. You better okay. start. Okay. 
Hey there, don't be scared. My name is Ben Brode. I read a thread on Reddit and it said that I should sing an ode because I cinematic didn't have a song. Nothing to bump your head to. Nothing to sing along. Well, I don't know. I don't think that was wrong. <laughs> I went home anyway and wrote this song. On Goro Crater, it's coming sooner than later. Ellie's not gonna wait. Her scouts are aiming for haters. This land is dangerous. How Yo, can I explain this? Let me just say it's not famous for being painless. Even the plants will give you half a chance. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. You wanna try? No. Come on. Journey uh. to Angoro. <laughs> Journey to Angoro. Do it. You missed it. I lost my place. Start with the second verse. Oh, Christ. dropping the ball if I had just one request one thing you'd do it my behest honestly I don't think it'd be the best if you would take a look at the legendary quests they cost one mana and they start in your hand and they enter play when you slam them (laughs) this is terrible but then be careful in playing them because the rewards are huge but only if your deck has a certain point of view oh my god this is so bad you never get your questing on but that's fine this set has a lot more that's right it's got a ton of dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) but these ain't your normal dinos because something is cracked energy from the creators causing them to adapt do you want flaming claws poisonous moss shrouding mist a lightning fist doesn't matter soon you'll be splattered on the ground dinosaurs ain't happy about newcomers in town ow (laughs) go ahead girl thank you that was (laughs) amazing to Angoro (laughs) alright this was definitely a mistake from my end (laughs) did you practice that ahead of time no that was amazing I just, I've got it in me. You're a bastard. I'm very embarrassed now. Good. Because that was very horrible on my end. That was my uh, intent, was to embarrass you. Oh, God. So bad. So what? Well, nicely done, though, for you. That was, that was bitching. Thanks, but. You're rocking that. Nowhere near as good as Ben's. Yes. Honestly, Ben's was absolutely amazing. Yes. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post that track, the, the backing music. If any of you are brave enough to rap to it and record it, please Please send it to us so we can play it on the show. That'd be awesome. It'd be really, I love it. really awesome. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, I apologize for all of that. Let's call it the challenge of the week. Yes, please apologize for me <laughs> because, good God, I'm gonna I'm, have. I'm to, in the middle of it, and I can tell how I'm, bad it was. I'm gonna have to edit like all of the time that you spent not rapping. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, like you know. It's like it's like if you don't skip rope as a kid and then you just like yeah, your you friends stand are like there. just jump in just yeah. jump in and you're like I don't and understand then, and then you how jump in, in and like you fuck up and now what if you fuck up I mean, what if you fuck up guess what I just did yeah I know you're here just in time point me to the stage heroes of the storm news ask me no question I tell you no lie. <laughs> (laughs) 
Probius enters the Nexus so we've got, in a hail of cuteness. We've got another new hero in a, in a, in a game. Th- this has been a huge week for Blizzard. Yes. Holy crap. And uh, Probius is just... He's just so cute. <laughs> oh for a little, a little mechanical robotic probe, he's absolutely adorable. You know, he he reminds me of BB-8. Oh yeah, is that yeah. why? Is that why you're so nuts about him? I think so, because like he's got the little like beep 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 beep. beep you know, like yeah. little beeping beep noise. I don't, noise. I don't, like his voice is like BB-8s. I don't know. Yeah. And then he's got like one eye. And I can't One big eye. BB-8 has an eye. He does. Yeah. He, he looks kind of, and he's round like BB-8. He's BB-8, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> but way cuter because he like floats around and makes pylons. So he's a Starcraft probe. He's a probe. He's small and unexpectedly cute. Um, his playstyle centers around his hero trait, which is to warp in a pylon. Um, so again, if you're if you're familiar with Starcraft, um, which we are not. Um, but if you're familiar with StarCraft, a lot of these terms are going to sound familiar. He's constructing additional pylons. Yes, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> he constructs pylons. He can have a maximum of two at a time. And his strength is in the positioning of those pylons and interaction with the other abilities um, and how they work. We've kind of been with it, within and out without that stuff. His abilities. His Q is a disruption pulse. It's a, pulse, a burst of energy that's uh, forward that damages enemies in its path. His W is a warp rift which is armed after 1.25 seconds. It slows enemies in the area and explodes when it's hit, hit with your Q, the disruption pulse. So you can combo those together, obviously. The E is a photon ca- uh, photo cannon, which is a stationary cannon that has to be placed within a pylon's power field, which I should mention also, the, the, that same pylon's power field also regenerates your mana uh, on Probius. In fact, it's the only way to regenerate your mana. And then uh, his two heroics. The first is called Pylon Overcharge, which actually increases the pylon power field and allows those pylons to attack enemies that are in its range um, and also increases their health. And that all lasts for about 10 seconds. His other heroic is called Null Gauge, um, which is a projected barrier that slows significantly, like significant, like 80% significantly on damages. That is significant. So he is a little cute guy who packs quite a punch. Um, and he's, uh, he's big in controlling areas. Um, and there are similarities to some of the other characters. There's a little bit of Gazlo in there. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how this works. I haven't tried him out yet, but I'm actually really excited. I, I want to try him Yeah. simply because he's adorable. And I think sometimes that's all you need, really. Yeah. Adorable is all you need. Yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily need somebody to write a rap song about things that you want to try, <laughs> but you know. Just one more thing about HOTS. Uh, the um, free mount promotion is still going if you do not have yours yet. It is completely uh, reasonably obtainable in one night if you've got some friends to help you. And even if you don't, you can log in and see people desperately trying to find people sure. in general chat. So don't worry about that. Um, there are actually a lot of podcast promotions going on within our community like looking to help you out to get this mount. And even uh, if you are really desperate to get it, like we would help you if you need it. So yeah, totally just message totally. us. Um, but it ends March 13th. So all you have to do again is play 15 matches of Heroes of the Storm using a Warcraft hero while teamed up with a friend of yours from Battle.net. And that's it. And yeah. you can play versus AI on beginner mode. Super easy. You just have to get the, the 15 matches down. We got it done in, in like four hours one night. So it's it's not too bad, and that probably wouldn't have would have gone by faster 
Um, but we didn't have beginner setting on. We had like a higher setting yeah. set. Yeah. So it was just a little more difficult, but like four hours. So you can get that done in like two, three nights. So you've got some time. I really recommend it. Um, the 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 hot mount that comes with it, super cool. It's like this armored horse. Um, it's but the uh, primal flame saber mount in World of Warcraft is really eye catching, really bright, terrifying, uh, spiky, fiery. It's like a cat thing, and it's got spiky collar, and it's uh, mount special. Uh, like the flames come out the sides. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, honestly. So, so t- toward your point, I want to read real quick the top post currently on the Heroes of the Storm subreddit. Okay. It is entitled "Player that got dragged in from the WoW promo." This game is so underrated. It's very mm-hmm. short. All he says is like, "Damn, I'm a hardcore WoW player. Why is this game not popular?" Also, right after my 15 games, I had exactly enough gold to purchase a new character, Blizzard. You sneaky bastards. <laughs> And then the rest of the conversation is about how it actually is popular. It's just when you're looking at it in terms of comparison to something like LOL or Dota, you know, what's going to stand against those numbers? Because those are like 15 million. Or, yeah. or I forget. I'm, I'm, I think I'm underestimating. I think the number is actually way higher than that. So in terms of other uh, comparison to other MOBAs, it's very small. However, the HGC uh, tournament that's been going on has been huge and has been some some crazy amount of viewers um it's really popular um and it's really getting the game out there so that paired with this promo um again the promo is super easy and it's super fun to get involved with remember you you may not be into this type of game i was never into first person shooters until overwatch and now Mm -hmm. i'm freaking addicted so just remember this is blizzard we're talking about here they know how to make these games fun if you're into it enough to just try it it's free after all Mm -hmm. so check it out yeah with Blizzard, you can expect quality. Quality. And fun. Quality and fun. Blizzard. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. <laughs> All right, so this week we asked you to give us your best WoW loading screen tips. We just got the a f- tip. We, just the tip, and we got a few. We wrote 20 of them last week, so I'd... You know, that's that was probably enough. So, um, but uh, first one was from uh, Aslin. Uh, it says balls, they lag. It's quite the tip. It's true. The next one is from Zorts at Wormcast. They say, "Don't PvP drunk off your ass." Good to know. <laughs> I will not try that. Uh, Kara at Zendara says, "Bags full with no vendors or mailbox around. Log out. Post your items on the auction house with the mobile app and log back in." Hey, that's a good tip. That's like. Damn good. That's, that's like an actual tip. I know. That's the kind of tip I was looking for. <laughs> I want to win something. Wow. <laughs> nice one, Kara. Um, and this next one that I'm going to make uh, Thorn read uh, is, a, is a triple whammy. A little uh, conversation that we had between three people. At Spaz Wesson says, I've heard Fist from the Lagging Balls podcast has a huge crush on our game director, Ian Hazakostas. I replied, when does a tip become a fact? To which Mama Natrix says, depends on how far you push it. Oh! <laughs> Crushed it! That's the funniest fucking thing I've heard in life. Damn. Get it, girl. She and she was like, it was right there. Like, it, no time had fucking passed. Like, she's like, I n- I know the answer to this one. Just let me at it. Oh man, Mama Matrix, you just you slay me. You go, girl. Slay me. So the new question for this week is: If you could play a Blizzard game with anyone. Dead or alive, anybody. Who would it be, and what game? 
Nice. So you kind of have to nice. Like, would it be, um, and and assuming like you'd be playing with them in person because you know it could be a friend that you wish that was there with you um, to play like you know land style. It could be a famous celebrity, um, somebody who's been dead for millions of years and doesn't know what a video game is. So you'd have to spend a lot of time explaining things. Um, anybody, anybody at all. Can it be a fake person, a fictional yes. character? Yes, it can. Like, could I play StarCraft 2 with Spock? Yes. Wow. But think about it. Yeah, okay. Because... Right. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a damn good question. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And and you can answer this um, on Twitter at laggingballs or email us your answer at laggingballs at gmail.com. What's that email address? Laggingballs at gmail.com. <laughs> And that's it for our show this week. Um, we want to thank everybody. Uh, we got a lot of really great feedback on our last show, and we really, really appreciate it. So um, I guess that's the new standard. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Well, shit. <laughs> we never had a standard before, and now we do. So yay us for exceeding expectation. Yeah. <sighs> um, and then getting screwed for it. Yeah. Screwed. <laughs> screwed for Speaking it. Speaking of screwed, I want to thank our Patreon. Wait. I want to thank our Patreons <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who are doing the opposite of yes, screwing. and we actually got a new one this week. Um, thank you so much to everybody who uh, gives us feedback, um, supports us on Patreon, and uh, supports us in other ways with friendship and love. We, we, we just, just be in our lives. We, and we love you. And uh, one more thing to ask. Um, we are doing a 24-hour long podcast in april and we need suggestions on what to do because it's literally 24 freaking hours and we need help so um if you think of anything please let us know thorn do you have any closing thoughts um yeah i just want to thank um in, uh, by name Anne in wonderland who's our newest patreon thank you and it's really nice to have you here absolutely thank you for that it's always thank above you. and beyond <clears throat> thank you all Thank you guys all for the the feedback. Um, I know Fist mentioned we got a bunch of it, um, but it's just awesome that when there's conversation about this stuff, because you guys are the whole reason for us doing it to begin with. You guys rock, and uh, you're clearly the most attractive listeners out there. Oh, we've um, already obviously we've well established that. Yeah, which now. we already knew, and then the more of you we meet, we're just like, <laughs> obviously. I mean, you're just proving the point over and over. Yeah, and over and over, over and over again. Turn it to Angoro. <laughs> oh, breaking news. We just got a tweet. It what? says, bye, Felicia. Hey, ballers. Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. And now, Lagging Balls would like to officially salute our generous Patreons. We want you to know officially that we love you. And not just because you're funding this sinking ship, but because you believe in us. We also love you because we're attracted to you. But that's another story. If you are interested in becoming a Patreon, no pressure, visit laggingballs.com. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search lagging balls. Basically, just search lagging balls and you'll find us. 
but avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. You're just making this face. I was like waiting for you to talk. Oh. <laughs> you were like, and sometimes you do that before you're about to like oh, sorry. dive into something. I don't know. I, was just, I didn't know if you wanted to do that. Okay, sure. <laughs>